Everybody likes that BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. even Reader's Digest. This is kind of funny. They've got a little section now where they have uh, kind of funny trends mm-hmm. for people. And obviously, Reader's Digest has a, a largely 55-plus audience. Yes. So people thinking about retirement, they have an article here about a midlife crisis for people on a budget. Oh, who can't afford to buy a sports car or do something, you know, quit their job, do <laughs> something awful. crazy, right? <laughs> That's terrible. I thought this is pretty funny. I'm sure. Like getting your first tattoo. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So I- if you make it to 60 and never get a tattoo, why not? <laughs> I think 60 is probably a little past your midlife crisis, but sure. Still okay. love you, mom. <laughs> well, I yeah, I guess it is. I mean, maybe, maybe these are things you want to do before you kick the bucket. There you go. <laughs> that are affordable. How about getting a piercing someplace other than your ear? Oh. Hey, baby, check out these nipple rings. <laughs> this is kind of a great idea. <laughs> Buying a vintage toy in an antique store from your childhood, something you remember you had. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Dying I- your hair a crazy color or at least a color different than one you've ever had before. Okay. Listen, most of us over 55 are dying our hair anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Might not be a crazy color, but it's a color. <laughs> Buy a piece of clothing like a teenager would. So try a fashion look for a younger person. Okay. What did your mom or your grandmother used to call that? A college Mary. A college Mary. Yeah, that's right. Every time I think of somebody who's wearing something that maybe they shouldn't be wearing anymore, that's the term I think of. If you belong to a fraternity or a sorority, call them up and ask if you can attend a party with the young folks. <laughs> Don't do these things. The piercing and the tattoo and maybe the hair tying I can get on board with, but come on. Learn how to smoke meat or cook (laughs) or make bread or pizza. Man, that just makes you feel better about life. Listen, it might not have gone as I planned. I may have been divorced six times and lost my job, but you know what I can do? I can smoke meat. Don't mind James. He's going through his midlife crisis back there smoking bacon. Yeah, just all day long. It's all the guy will do is smoke meat. That's amazing. I learned to play an instrument. That's what you okay. want. Okay. That's All what right. you want. Bring an electric guitar home. Learn two chords. How do you think the BFE started? <laughs> Midlife crisis. Yeah. yeah. It's a long story. <laughs> Turning your garage into a video arcade or playroom. Oh, okay. So starting a man cave that or would be or fun. or a she shed. Sure, that's fun. Once okay. again, Reader's Digest, if you're having a midlife crisis <laughs> on a budget. <laughs> Perfect. If you're on a budget and you're in middle life, things have just gone wrong. So you know what I say? I say just overcharge that card, baby. There you go. You're, they're never going to catch you anyway. Get the meat smoker. <laughs> Get it. You're never, you're never ever paying Capital One back anyway, so what difference <laughs> does it make? Carry that balance, baby. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 107.1 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app, of course, and 107.1theboss.com, real easy to listen. Good morning, America. Welcome to Finally Friday. It's finally Friday. Yes. June the 24th, 2022. Got another exciting day ahead of us. Dumb crook news today. Of course, it's Friday. That means it's a fun fact Friday. Yes. The freak out at 8 o'clock to officially start the weekend. Another chance at tickets to go see Pat Benatar. 107.1 The Boss presents Pat and her husband, Neil Geraldo, at the Basie. Michelle will be introing that show. She'll be hosting that oh, night, by the way. that's fine. And she'll be broadcasting live ahead of the show. This is Sunday night, July the 3rd. We'll have your tickets to be there and to join us for the listener appreciation party. He said. She said. At 7.50. Hash 
hashtag bomb. Seven twenty nine twenty. We'll be playing chart Billboard chart trivia this morning too. Super fun. <laughs> now don't don't make fun of it because I think you're going to find this interesting. Every once in a while, uh-huh. I prepare something for the show. Usually, I just come in here and then you tell me what's happening. But, yeah. But today I prepared this. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try that about seven twenty this morning. Chart trivia. Mm. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Super fun. <laughs> Fast five celebrity birthdays. We got it all going on. Yeah. And we did go out for dinner last night. We did. I got a lot of hate, I have to say, the over the last uh, 36 hours here. <laughs> Maybe hate is a strong word. Well. Actually, can we take a step back? Sure. I got a, an email out of nowhere, and I, I thought it was from, we had another person say that because I made fun of Prince William, I called him a nitwit or something. Uh-huh. She said that I was spreading hate speech. And I said, yeah, that was mean, but I just don't like the guy, and it is what it is. Sure. I don't know if it's hate speech. I mean, that's a pretty strong thing th- to and say. And I don't think it's that you even hate him. You just don't really like him. I, I mean, I hate you, it, yeah. You like the queen. You love I love the queen. the queen. Long live the queen. I love the queen. That's, that's God the bless point. the queen. I, I'm depressed that, it, you know, one day in the not-so-distant future, I uh, suppose she will no longer be the queen. Yeah. And, and by the way, I, I think I dislike Charles more than William. Mm-hmm. So the idea of either one of them taking over just upsets me. Sure. But also, uh, at, le- at least Charles looks somewhat dignified in his uh, regalia, mm-hmm. whereas William has just got a big blockhead, okay? <laughs> So I'm just I'm just not a fan. Anyway, this Are woman, you jealous of William? Is no, that is that not even for a second. Okay. I have no desire to be a prince, not even or a king. What about being married to to Kate Middleton? No, not a fan no. of hers either. No, no. <laughs> okay, she's very hoity-toity in my opinion. Wow. Okay. No. All right. She like the person you go over the house. You know, you're friends with the guy, and then his wife is annoying. That's what she is. <laughs> not that I'd be friends yeah. with William either, but I got a whole scenario going in my I head. I guess you do. But anyway, this one particular person that wrote in, she said, it's, uh, "I'm hating on them. It's hate speech. It's not hate speech. I mean, hate speech is a really strong." Obviously, there's yeah. some horrible people out there that do, but that's not what we're doing. Well, this woman said that we were spreading hate because we make fun of Biden too much. Oh, we, really? First of all, we, we make, make fun of everybody, to be fair. Right. <laughs> I love making fun of this guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, we make fun of Biden how old he is because he's old. He's old. But that's not really making fun. I think he makes fun of his age sometimes. And you're spreading hate. I'm like, I don't hate anybody. I don't Re- hate him at all. Remember that correspondence dinner? He did a whole spiel and joked about how old he was. <laughs> I mean, he jokes about it, too. Yeah. So- <laughs> Me and my pal Herbert Hoover. Yeah. <laughs> he said it. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think it's okay. Paul McCartney, older than Joe Biden. That's see? true. So we can, we, you also know, very old. We make fun of Paul, too. Yes. And she said, I hate him. So we got all kinds of people that were upset that I didn't buy you anything or get you a card mm-hmm. for our anniversary. And I explained why. But nonetheless, everybody was up in my face about this. But we did have two dinners this week, Tuesday night and last night. We did, yes. And that was very nice to get out of the house mm-hmm. and uh, walk around the mall and just have a little, you know, turn off the phones, have a little you and I time. Right. It was. It was very nice. We don't typically... I mean, sometimes we go out during the week, but this is such a weird schedule that we're in bed by five o'clock. Yeah, so it was it was nice. And there's to go always up. people asking us to go places and to do things. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to find the time, right? Just to uh, get off the grid for an hour, yeah, and absolutely. to go do something. But I picked a place and I said, "Listen, they got happy hour. Mm-hmm. They got half price apps. Yes, so let's go and have some fun." And boy. Yes, it was half price, but the service was terrible. Ugh. You get what you pay for, you know? It's so hard because I know a lot of places are struggling right now and there there's lack of servers and line cooks and I and I get this. I do. Yeah. But <laughs> there comes a point when if you're going to take on a table, you either say that you can handle it or you cannot or you have to wait to be seated. Like I would rather wait to be seated than be sat at a table and then just sit there 
with nothing to drink, no menus, yeah. no plates, no silverware, or then worse, you you get your food, but then you don't have a drink, and then you're dying because you don't have something to drink. Or in our case, we got one drink, had to wait half an hour, got our food, we're already out of our drink, and had to wait for another one. Yeah, I had no drink. You had no drink. And we then had- they did bring the appetizer, but it had a little spicy sauce. Right. And, I, and granted, it's on me. I probably should have waited, but then right. I needed water. There's no water. We had no silverware. Right. We had no napkins. No napkins. Nothing. So it was it was. T- I would rather them tell me at the door, you have to wait because we were short-staffed and we can't serve you right now, then sit me down and make that happen because that well, was Well, that's rough. a Sophie's choice, though, whether or not I want to sit there and wait at the table or at the front <laughs> yeah, of the restaurant. Yeah, but at that point, but... you have the choice to leave and go somewhere else if True. you don't want, if, you, if you're like, I don't want to wait. Because once you're sat at the table and you've ordered food, you're kind of stuck. Now, and listen, so- having said all of this, there's going to be a surprise to everybody. I, I am not... A demanding restaurant guest. You're not. No, I might be thinking it in my uh-huh. head, but I tend to be very polite, and I rarely send food back. I don't think I've ever you, sent food no. back, but I rarely say anything to anybody. Yes. You, on the other hand, I get, am. get pretty frustrated pretty quickly. Well, I've worked in the restaurant business, yeah. so I feel like I hold people to a fairly high standard because I, I understand what you're going through. I get it. I know, and I am... I, I get it. You're overwhelmed. You're understaffed. You guys are busy. It's happy hour. If the kitchen is running late, that's not your fault. I totally get it. I know, but you went storming in there because when you got impatient. Well, with I, the lady. I had to ask for a glass of water. I, I was I did not go and get her, but I asked for a glass of water three separate times. I was dying. <laughs> Thrice times. Thrice times. I asked for water. <laughs> Thrice times. Yeah. And by the when she came back the fourth time and still didn't have the water and then did not have utensils or anything, I just I was like, I'm just gonna get up. I wasn't angry, but I wanted water because I was dying and I wanted a napkin. You'd be handling this situation. Right. If so, the plane's going down, Rochelle becomes the pilot. So I just went inside. I went up to the bar. I asked for a glass of water. I asked for a fork and a napkin and I sat back down and I left it at and that. listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think that's fine and we still tip the girl. But I'll of tell course. you, as we were leaving, I said to myself, no, I've hired all kinds of people, right? It's funny to me that there's some guy that run, or woman that runs his bar and this girl comes in for an interview and, <laughs> and they say, uh, so what's your interest? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel under pressure? Uh, I don't. Well, hey, you're hired. <laughs> like, what about this person suggested? Right. That didn't make a great waiter. Right. And know? that's the thing. I think our our waitress in particular was either new uh, or overwhelmed or just not all there uh, because I we asked for the special. She didn't know. We asked what what the half off was. She didn't know. I, I just want to point. Out, I want to point out that that was know. an uncanny impression of said waitress. It too. was really good. Uh, and I, kind of, uh, again, I have sympathy. I do, and I don't. <laughs> always do that but because i've worked in the business i just there's just you, you got to bring your table water that's like a basic a basic right, necessity it's, it's of over serving. it's okay the yes. war has I'm ended still thirsty <laughs> welcome to the weekend time for the cbb the community bulletin board thank you for sending these into us you can do it anytime robbie and rochelle on the morning page or on facebook and we like to shed the spotlight on community events organizations that are trying to make a difference and we share them right here on the old CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Camp Under the Stars, Wild Safari, Six Flags. That's going on July 15th, starting at 5.30. You enjoy activities with the animals, giraffe feeding, other Ooh. special appearances by animals you might not see during the day. Be sure to bring your tent and sleeping bag. Get to sleep over at the park, which That's is pretty neat. so cool. Each admission includes animal presentations, activities, a movie under the stars, s'mores to snack on, a giraffe feeding experience, and all meals while on the property. Where exactly do they have you sleep? You're nowhere near the... Uh, Nowhere near the spider pen or... <laughs> the tiger exhibit. Yeah. Like, how far away is the lion? You don't want to... 
How really, likely am I to be eaten by a bear while I'm munching on my s'mores? Really, you know I mean? even the giraffes, too. They've got really long legs. They could just... They've got, like, brownish-black tongues, right? Long tongues, yes, yes. <laughs> looks like Gene Simmons after he's burnt himself. <laughs> Sixflags.com slash Great Adventure for all the info on that. The Hazlitt Fireworks Show is happening July 2nd. Veterans Park in Hazlitt, one of many fireworks shows, 4th of July weekend. Free parking. They'll have food trucks there. The fireworks start at 8.30. HazlittTWP.org for more details. The High Tide Artisan Market is at Pier Village in Long Branch going on next weekend, week from today, Friday the 1st, from 11 to 8. Enjoy shopping, arts and crafts, live music, and a whole lot more. PierVillage.com for the details. Boss Roadies are on the move. Tonight, the boss is on tour at St. Stan's Carnival in Sayreville tonight from 6 to 9 with great boss prizes. And then on Sunday, Bar A, Tom will be back out there for Springsteen on Sunday. And then Tuesday morning, we'll see you out in uh, Atlantic City on the boardwalk at the fabulous Hard Rock Resort and Casino for their big anniversary celebration. And then at Tuesday night, <laughs> Seaside Heights for Breakwater Beach and a big Boss Lester Appreciation Party. It's a busy, busy week. But if you forget everything I just said, go to 1071theboss.com, click events. A couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning. There is an organization that I have just become aware of this week. Because we happen to run into, find ourselves in the midst of this event taking place, this occurrence. It's called the Haggerty Drivers Club. And each year they hold something called the Great Race Across America. Mm-hmm. Now this kind of seems like the plot to an old movie like that's a, a mad, mad world after all yeah. or something like that. But there is a big car race. It takes place over several days. It goes cross country. And people all drive uh Antique cars. Right. And some of them are quite antique. We're talking like 1908, 1912, like mm-hmm. pre-Model T. Mm-hmm. You know, the oldest cars there are. Some of them are hot rods, you know, 60s cars, those kind of things. And then they the race started. This is how I know about this. Up in my uh, hometown, Warwick, Rhode Island. And went all the way across uh, New York State, Pennsylvania, Ohio. It is uh, presently in... Uh, where would it be this morning? Looks like it's in uh, Wisconsin this morning. Okay. It's in Wisconsin, Dells, Wisconsin, making its way to Chippewa Falls, to Duluth, and it'll end up in Fargo, North Dakota. In total, over 16,000 miles. Uh, wow. 1,000. I'm sorry. In total, 1,628 miles. If they were to go nonstop, it would take them exactly one day. It takes 24 hours to go nonstop from New England okay. out to uh, Fargo, North Dakota. With but no potty do- breaks in Right. Okay. But they're doing, uh, they're only traveling a certain distance each day. Like, yeah, they've started in Rhode Island, just went to Connecticut. <laughs> so they did like well, two hours and stopped. But you figure, you know, you're driving one of these old, old cars. Yeah, I would assume. <laughs> I wouldn't even think that some of those cars could make that trip. That's what so I'm thinking. I'm, and, also, if you have a car from 1906 and you get a flat tire, what do you do? Because they don't make those tires anymore. Do you carry spares with you? Well, it's interesting you-, you ask that because I was reading and they, they have a crew that follows them along in okay. case any of them has any kind of technical difficulty. But I wonder how many of them do because I can only imagine, new cars break down all the time. I can sure. only imagine a car that is 100 years old <laughs> driving down the street. They only go about 30. They don't have any power <laughs> steering in them. There's no air conditioning and you're going 1,600 miles. House cross country in the summer. I mean, can you imagine being in Duluth, Minnesota, driving a no, driving one of those little slot cars from no. 1916? No. Now, the reason I we're even aware of this is because we happened to hit them on the highway the last time we drove up there this yeah. past weekend, mm-hmm. and it, it took me this long to look it up. But I was just fascinated because we, there was a whole stretch of cars, and they all got this uh, emblem that they right. put on the car to know. It's kind of like when you run into a funeral, and you're like, oh boy, <laughs> we got the whole funeral procession going. Yeah. Same deal here with all these old cars. They all got this sticker for the great race, and you know the crazy. There's no grand prize. They're just doing it to do it? This is just to show, uh, you know, the great American open road, and these cars are still running after all these years. Are they driving... 
together or are they drive? We saw them and we'd see one here, one there, one here. Are they driving like a funeral procession together? Yes and no. I guess they all left at the same time. Okay. And then they have until the end of the day uh, this weekend, the end of Sunday to get out to Fargo. Oh, I see. So they have a deadline of when they have to get yeah, there. Yeah, but I it's understand. not a race per se. So no one gets a prize for being first or second or third or anything like that. Although if you were participating, of course, it would become a oh, competition. I have no doubt. I just wonder if you're someone. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I can just picture that. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, my sweet little cap with my goggles on. Absolutely. Right? Man, that's how you want to drive. Is Mr. With the, Toad? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say, mister, need to refill on fuel? Well, yes, well, I do. That's what I'm wondering is if you fall behind, if they're not racing together and that, that mechanic that's driving with them has already left, what do you do? Well, I'm I, sure they do have cell phones just because the car is from 1916. <laughs> well, I didn't know how extreme they were going with this. It's supposed to be. Well, they're not Amish, okay? <laughs> Although, let me tell you, that would be pretty fantastic if, uh, you know, an Amish, if uh, Josiah in his horse and buggy gets it. It doesn't say it has to be a motor car, I don't think. Okay. It's, it's, uh, I mean, I guess it is a driving club, but you're still driving a horse and buggy. Sure, right? that's how they get around. That's their... <laughs> He's got to be able to go just as fast as those old slot cars, oh, right? absolutely. Maybe that's it. The Amish for the win, baby. Also, would you like to buy this table we built? And you wouldn't have to stop you because you've got your old buggy right there. You're good to go. He's probably got some way of fixing the car. They know how to do that stuff, those Amish. Yes, they do. They make they make very nice hardwood as well. Very handy. Very nice hardwood. Yes. Well, good luck to those participating in the <laughs> the Haggerty Drivers Club Great Race to Fargo, North Dakota. God bless the USA. Well, it ain't the weekend until we hear a little dumb crook news. We scour the police blotter from sea to shining sea, sometimes to the north, the south, over the border, across the pond, for these stories of your award-winning fellow citizens. No matter what kind of a week you've had, mm-hmm. at least you're not having the kind of week they've had, you know, stuck behind bars in the custody of the law. Well, I'm not a crook. Our dateline to Northern California, Sacramento. A woman there threw a high school graduation party for her kid on Tuesday. Her ex-husband showed up uninvited, a 44-year-old, Charles Carell. Uh-oh. And at some point during the party, she realized that a hidden GoPro had been placed in a strange spot. Her cat's litter box oh my gosh. turned out Charles had actually recorded himself setting it up once she <laughs> unplugged it and reviewed the footage. Uh-oh. He was arrested two days later and is now facing peeping Tom charges. Oh my gosh. What a creeper. I think she should get a restraining order. Absolutely. You think? Showing up at your kid's party uninvited. I understand it's his kid too, but if you didn't throw the party and you weren't invited, don't show up. And of all the places trying to reconnect with your kid, do you really want to go to a party <laughs> with a bunch of other little kids all eating cake or whatever also, it is? Also, why would you put the GoPro in the cat litter box? <laughs> what is that? Surely the cat will never find it. <laughs> the cat will absolutely find absolutely. it. Absolutely. Swat it right down. Exactly. It's a pretty nice camera for me to poop on. <laughs> Dateline of Florida because it's always Florida. Florida. Police there were parked along the highway doing a speed patrol. Mm-hmm. When they saw a car come careening down the road, swerving across multiple lanes, they pulled the driver over. Asked the man and the other three passengers to step out. They noticed the driver was gesturing them with his hand such that the other passengers could not see. Hmm. The police asked him to step aside with him, and upon further discussion, he claimed he was kidnapped by the other three guys in the car. Oh, my gosh. The police investigated and found the passengers each did have a gun. According to police, they'd broken into the man's home, stolen cash, then demanded he drive them to Miami where he could get into his other bank account. 
Oh my gosh! What is the deal? There's there? more to that story. Amazingly, all four men have been taken into custody. Yeah, yeah absolutely. There's but we something. don't know what charges the guy who's driving the car. Officer, I'm glad you pulled me over. <laughs> These guys actually kidnapped me. There's that's, something going on. That there. sounds like a deal gone. That's a Miami Vice episode come yes, to life, it is. is it not? Yes. Where's Don Johnson when you need him? Because <laughs> there is way more to that story. Oh my God. I mean, I don't know who, what the who the reporter is, or, or this is direct of a police blot, or what officer this is. But you left a few paragraphs out. Okay. That's crazy. This dumb Kirk news. Dateline: Houston, Texas. Group of guys getting set to tee off at a golf course. When a Range Rover speeds onto the course past them, followed by a police car a few <laughs> seconds later, turns out a 20-year-old was underrun in a high-speed chase from the cops, and he thought he might lose them by driving onto the golf course. Oh, no. The golfers attempted to help the cops by pointing in the direction that they saw the Range Rover go. <laughs> the guy managed to drive across the entire golf course until he crashed into a house in a nearby neighborhood. Those are always the nicest houses yes, by they the golf are. course, too. Police finally apprehended him. He attempted to spit on the officers to deter his arrest, Ew. to resist his arrest. After we hit a drive out. A Range Rover comes flying over the top of the hill. And it was the best start to a round of golf I've had in a long time. A lot more entertaining than my score it usually is. You guys got jokes, huh? Yeah, that just <laughs> that just feeds every stereotype for the country club class that there is, doesn't it? I'm going to take a mulligan, you know, because there was a Range Rover. There's Tad and Peter golfing on the oh, course. Oh, no. <laughs> Very unimpressed with the high-speed chase coming by. Uh, caddy. <laughs> Jesus. Take the four iron. In other spitting news here on the old dumb crook news police blotter, 51-year-old Lori Hines facing charges after she walked into a funeral, went right up to the body and spit on him. Those at the funeral said they had a pass. They have not specified beyond that. Police were called. She was apprehended. They released her on $2,500 bond. She is due back in court facing a felony charge for abusing a corpse. Wow. I didn't realize that was a thing. I'm glad it is, but I didn't yeah. know that was a thing. I want to know what this person did to her that she spit on them after they passed away. <laughs> it must have been pretty bad. I come to make sure you did, and now I spit on your grave. Right. It must Man. be pretty bad. <laughs> what? Again, there's more to this story. Kind of hard to get mad at her, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I, I, I need more. Also, I need I'm glad to know story. there is such a law because there's a whole line of people that are going to want to take me out. <laughs> don't tell anybody. We'll have the casket closed. Don't, don't tell worry. anybody where I'm going to be, okay? <laughs> And finally, Dateline, a council bluffs Iowa. Guy there broke into a smoke shop last Saturday and managed to slither along the ground to avoid motion detectors like he's Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible. That's but awesome. But b- believe it or not, it worked. He was able to avoid the laser motion detector. That's fantastic. And stole almost $10,000 of merchandise and cash oh from the register. Oh, my so far, the police have not been able to identify him. That means the Council Bluff smoke shop slithering bandit <laughs> is still, still at large. There? Still slithering around? Still at large. Wow. And there you go. Dumb. Crook news. I don't know that we mentioned this the other day. This is about a week ago. But a gentleman, uh, important gentleman in the music business, but not somebody who really the public would know, unless you happen to go through that section of the bookstore, Joel Whitburn passed away. He was 82 years old. He was the guy behind the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Oh, okay. Now, Billboard, when you listen to the uh, Top 40 Countdown shows, you know, if you grew up with Casey Kasem, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. or uh, hey, Casey did a TV show, if you remember, for a lot of years. Yeah. But all that, uh, this song has reached number one. When people say that, Billboard is the gold standard 
of the charts. And right. this guy managed the charts for Billboard for like 50 years. Oh, really? And he wrote books on this where you could buy the biggest hits of all time. You know, they give you the lists of all the charts from each year. And it's just a book of lists? Yeah. They're wow. kind of fun to go there and say, oh, gee, let me look at my birthday and see what song was number oh, one or, or these sort of things. So anyway, he passed away. He'd been with the Billboard for years and years. And I got here a list that uh, he put out last year of some interesting chart facts. Okay. <laughs> and I know nothing sounds more fun on a Friday morning than yeah. chart facts. Super interesting. I can throw these away right now. Do you want to hear some of these? <laughs> sure. Who is the most weeks ever at number one? Which artist overall throughout their career spent the most weeks ever at number one? See, that is interesting, right? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, it is not who you think. I'll tell you, the Beatles are not it. They're number two. Michael Jackson? No. Elton? No. Madonna? Not even close. Whitney? Uh, Whitney, only 31. Not even close. Okay. Is it, a, is it a group or a person? It's a person. It's a person you don't like. Is it Mariah Carey? It is Mariah Carey. Oh! She has spent 79 weeks at number one. Is it with that stupid Christmas song? Uh, yeah, that's the song that put her over the top. Oh! That's right, because it's been number one Ate multiple it. times. Ate it. Who is the artist with the most number two hits never having a number one? <laughs> that's so random. Most number two never having a number the one? The band that has, they've had five number two hits, they have never had a number Is one it hit. Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> no, it's not Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> it's Creedence Clearwater Revival. Okay. You know, Proud Mary, Bad Moon Rising? Yes, yeah. Who has had the most hits ever on the Hot 100 chart? Just the most, doesn't matter where they went, just the most songs to chart. I don't know. Elvis. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He's had 108 of them. That makes sense. And of course, wow, of course that really? new movie is out this weekend. Yeah. They're gonna, starring Tom Hanks they're and Austin probably, Butler. They'll probably be back up on the charts again. What song has spent the most weeks at number two <laughs> without ever getting to number one? <laughs> I don't know why you find this funny. Because I, I just have no idea. There's like a billion songs out there. I have no idea. <laughs> Like literally a billion songs from the beginning of time. I have no idea. Beginning on November 28th, 1981. <laughs> and for 10 weeks, it was Foreigner. I've been okay. waiting for a girl like you. Wow. Okay. All Spent right. 10 weeks. Uh, the song with the second most weeks at number two, never going to number one, was Work It by Missy Elliott. <laughs> oh, man. I never went to number one. It was so good. All right. This one might be my favorite. The number one song with the longest title is 41 Words. It is also from 1981. It was the Dutch group words. called Stars on 45. They basically, uh, just like they were TikTok before there was TikTok. Okay. They spliced together a bunch of songs <laughs> and released that with the title of all the songs. So their number one hit was Stars on 45, Medley, Intro, Venus, Sugar, Sugar, No Reply, I'll Be Back, Drive My Car, Do You Want to Know a Secret, We Can Work It Out, Should Have Known Better, Nowhere Man, You're Going to Lose That Girl, Stars on 45. That's amazing. 41 words long. That's fantastic. Isn't that pretty good? I love that. And last one, number one song that has the most performers listed as the artist of the song, mm -hmm. just from earlier this year. We don't talk about Bruno, the cast of Encanto, lists the oh, entire cast really? as the artist of the song. Okay. Well, that, I think they all performed in the song, so that makes sense. Diane Guerrero, Stephanie Beatrice, Mauro Castillo, and there's like six others. Yeah. So there you go. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> and you're welcome, parents, because now that song's in yes, your head it again. Is. Yes, it is. Time for Speaking of Parents, mm -hmm. hashtag mom. Every morning, 7.20 and 9.20, we share these. We hear from moms, sometimes from dads. By the way, rest in peace, Joel Whitburn. Yes. The Billboard Chart Magazine Chart Guru. Weren't those fun? They were really fun. <laughs> you poo-pooed me and then you had fun I with wasn't poo-pooing you. I just, without some sort Wanna of Want to hear some guideline. chart facts? Uh, no, but all right. <laughs> Not being paid enough for this, Bob. <laughs>
<laughs> we hear from moms just like this, 72920, yada, yada, yada. At Twinkle Twinkle Tina said, my three-year-old just asked me to push her more mediumer while she was on the swing. Not sure where to go from here. <laughs> that's, a, that's a word of the year right there. It's like truthiness. Yes. I like that. Megan Powell 34 said, my rating system for kids' birthday parties, beer and wine for the parents, five stars. No beer and wine for the parents, zero stars. <laughs> yeah. Fair, yeah. Paula Day said, my seven-year-old is either very shy in front of people or she's giving them my social security number. <laughs> Why are you allowing your child to know or have access to <laughs> right. your SSN? That's not smart. Come on. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Right here every morning, 729, 20 cent in. You might hear yours. It's our anniversary this week. And something occurred to me yesterday. We were talking about a household item. And it occurred to me that it's true. They say that uh, women will marry a man like their father. And men tend to marry a woman like their mother. <laughs> and at face value, you and my mother are nothing alike. Uh, nothing alike. And I'm uh, fairly close with my mother. Yeah. We don't have a warm and fuzzy relationship. No. I am not a mo- Do you think I'm a mama's boy? I don't think I'm a mama's boy. Yeah, a little bit. You are. Now, what's your definition of a mama's boy? When mom says jump, you say how high? <laughs> well, what's wrong with your mother asking you to do something and I, I feel obligated <laughs> to do it? Right. I think that that's probably... I, I don't want to categorize you as a mama's boy. I wouldn't say that. But you are... I think you you wish your mom was a little bit more warm and fuzzy and that you could be a mama's boy. Well, you just want your, uh, you want people you love to be demonstrative of their love back to you, you know? And, and my mother is just not somebody who's going to give it she's to you in a, a warm, hugs and kisses she, kind yeah, of way. She's not really a warm and fuzzy type of person, but you are very close to your mom and you've, You've done things with your mother that I think a lot of people haven't. You've gone on trips and you've gone to concerts and you've, yeah. you've spent a lot of time with your mom. And that's okay. But but I wouldn't consider myself to be a mama's boy. What do you consider boy. a mama's boy? I don't know. Someone who's like whipped but by their mother, not their wife. Well, or maybe both. I don't know. I don't think I'm whipped. <laughs> I don't know if you're whipped, but when your mom says this is the way that something happens, that's the way it happens. And if you, if anybody else... But she doesn't get involved in our life, you know? Well, n- no, not anymore, but... Be- Pre me. Uh, well, that's just because I'm a <laughs> up and somebody needed to tell me what to do, you know? I mean, I, no, <laughs> she'd come to visit and the place would be on fire. I so understand. she would come and try and I understand. You know, I don't think remedy you, the situation. I don't really think you're a mama's boy. I do think that you're probably a lot closer with both of your parents than a lot of people are. Certainly me. But I think you are, you're very, and that's good. That's not a bad thing, but I do think that you're very. I know, but I just want to be clear that when you say we're we're just very much in each other's business. Right. I mean, you talk to your mom every day, I don't talk to her every day. You don't text with your mom every day? I wouldn't say every day, but we certainly (laughs) talk. (laughs) What would you say? I don't know, several times a week. Okay. You know, so maybe three or four. I haven't talked to my mom in a month. Okay. Maybe that and is I'm not, more normal. And I'm not, I'm not saying that. But a- again, it's just funny because most people that there's a real, you know, like you're, uh, you've got a friend whose her parents are over the house every day. They got an everybody loves Raymond situation. Right. Well, she's we a are, single mom of three kids, so it I is think a her parents would be over there no matter what. Maybe. Maybe. But our, we're not like that. We're just in each other's business. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. like we like to discuss who's getting a better rate on their car insurance. You know sure. what I'm saying? I mean, I think you guys discuss everything, which again is not a bad thing. Here's why I bring this up because okay. again, I think that you are nothing like. 
my mother. Uh-huh. But then in some ways, you're very much like my mother. <laughs> First of all, like I say, someone needs to make sure that I don't screw up life. And you're very, you do that for, you're great at that. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try to. You tell me not to put the box of frozen pizza directly in the oven. Yeah. You need to take it out of the box That's first. Right. These sort of life skills you help me with. This okay? is correct. <laughs> I've also noticed, like my mother has this strange, I'll say penchant because I hesitate to use the word fetish, uh-huh. for coffee pots. She will buy a new coffee pot easily four or five times a year. So we're talking at a ratio of uh, one every other month. My mother is buying a new coffee pot. Yeah. I think she would tell you she is something of a coffee connoisseur. She Her coffee is amazing. And she makes great coffee. She fantastic. appreciates great. She will not drink coffee in certain places. Yes. So she's very particular about it. Yes. But she has to, she just gets tired of them or she says they no longer heat the coffee mm-hmm. to her satisfaction. Right. Right. You do this. You do this with sunglasses. <laughs> I do have a lot of sunglasses. How many sunglasses do you have in your purse right now? Just out of curiosity. I'm going to go ahead and take a guess without having no idea. I'm going to guess four. One. I'm going to say max five, minimum three. Two. Two. Three. Three. Four. Four. Five. No, I think just I have four four pairs. Oh, I thought that was here. another pair. Okay, no. so I was right. Four pairs yes, in there. I have four you pair. do the same thing with vacuum cleaners. <laughs> Well, okay. There are different vacuums for four vacuum cleaners. There are different vacuums for different things, though. (laughs) Because there's the hand vac, there's the one for the car, there's the everyday vac, there's the one with the extension to get up on top in the ceiling, there's the Roomba that you can just let go. That's an everyday vacuum. Well, I don't like it to go all day, every day, because we have neighbors, and I don't want to be rude. Right, so here's, here's the strangest one, though. Now that uh, we have a cat, well, we've had a cat now for almost two years. Mm-hmm. You never had a cat before this. No, uh-uh. You've become like this with litter boxes. Yes. We are on to litter box number this. five. This yeah. is the third litter box we've had just since arriving here in New Jersey last September. Yeah, this, this, I will grant, this is true. This will be the... I am buying a new one this weekend. This will be the fourth one we've had since New Jersey, really. It's the fourth one. Yeah. So how many we had in total? Is it like seven? I think it's six because we bought we bought one and when we moved here I bought the same one. But I didn't want to move a dirty... Can we just teach him, Rick, the cat to use the toilet already? For the love of God. I think that's my biggest problem is I, I continue to find something I don't like about each litter box. But I think the biggest issue is I just don't like the litter box. <laughs> that's the problem. It doesn't matter what you put in well, there. Well, you better buy him some Pampers and just strap him right on. I don't on, know okay? what to do. We've tried that automatic one. I didn't like that. Stuff got all stuck into it. I We've tried the... But here's, what, here's I, what we really haven't done. We haven't bought the uh, Boku no, gold-plated $700 one that self-cleans and no. it has a computer programming we with haven't. a remote control. My fear is, though, that we spend the 600 bucks. And you still hate and it. And I still hate it. Yeah, you would be the person who gets in a Maserati <laughs> and says, you know, this leather is faux. <laughs> it's quite faux. Oh my goodness gracious, it's Fun Fact Friday! In my hand, the envelope hermetically sealed, kept at Graceland in Priscilla's desk since noon yesterday for the big Elvis premiere. Yes. These are fun facts, things that you don't really need to know, we just thought you'd like to know. Facts that are fun. That's right. Fun facts. People drive on the right side of the road in about 75% of countries around the world. Oh, wow, okay. But not this country. I say, what side do we drive on? (laughs) I had to think about it for a second. Because America. Because America. Bulls will not charge at a matador's cape because it's red. They charge because of the way the cape moves. Bulls are colorblind. Really? Isn't that interesting? I had no idea. That's, that is interesting. I mean, you just wave a robe or... I, yeah, you just wave anything. A mop bean. <laughs>
<laughs> Just forget about charging me both. Forget about it. A man has a 50% chance of having male pattern baldness by the time he's 50. Uh-oh. The clock is ticking for me, isn't it? Dun, dun, dun. A nickel weighs exactly twice as much as a penny. Now, that doesn't make any sense, does it? No, it doesn't. If you hate family gatherings, you might suffer from syngenitis. Sophia Bia Ya. Wait, what was that? It kind of sounds like you're cursing at him. Yeah. Sinjena Sophia Bia. That's the fear of relatives. Oh, that's an actual thing? Yeah. I absolutely have that. <laughs> I don't know if you have fear of them. You just hate them. You just don't like them. <laughs> I don't hate all of them. You just ain't but... a fan. <laughs> that's all right, that's, that's enough of that. Time for Robbie and Michelle's Fast Five. Five big old trending stories we thought you needed to know. Be in the know from number five to number one. We will start at number five and count down today. Number five, a new study out of the University of Miami shows that sharks actually swim closer to the shoreline and to beaches than perhaps we thought. Authors of the study speculate they may be drawn to the beaches by fish carcasses that are discarded in the water by oh. area restaurants. Did you know this? No. All those beachfront bars, they dump all the uh, carcasses back. In. Now, they are biodegradable, right. but it attracts sharks. Well, that is terrifying. Out for a little night at uh, Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, <laughs> having some clams. Next thing you know, your ankle gets bit <laughs> off. Oh, that's why I stick with the pools. That's number four. Stick with the pools. There's a clip going viral. They're calling her a Karen. I'm not sure that's even the right description of this woman. Okay. She's viral on TikTok because there's an outdoor wedding, a backyard wedding going on. Just a little small wedding, right? Mm-hmm. And this woman decides that it's a good time to mow and weed her back lawn <laughs> right during the ceremony. Do you take this one? <laughs> uh, she got the weed whacker out and everything. The miracle grow. She's doing it all. Didn't see my invite in the mail. <laughs> Just passive aggressively weed whacking. Would have been funny if she brought it to the wedding. Yeah. But she's next door. That's great. Number three, a reality competition series has just debuted on Netflix, and there's quite a lot of opinions on it. It's called Snowflake Mountain. It takes Generation Zers, Gen Zers, these mm-hmm. are kids under the age of 25, right, and forces them to, quote, grow up by learning survival skills. It's basically a survivor, but only for people aged 18 to 25. <laughs> they could win up to $50,000. <laughs> you guys, this is not okay. And dramatic. This is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, I'm going to like that show. We have no Wi-Fi. <laughs> you win 50 grand at a chance to move out of your childhood bedroom. Imagine that. But they won't. <laughs> but they won't. Number two, in a new poll, about half of Americans say they prefer to have fun indoors. Here's day two of summer for you. They prefer to have fun indoors versus outdoors. Those who say they prefer indoor fun are upset by feeling sweaty, <laughs> dealing with bugs, mm-hmm. and sunburns. Okay. Those are all fair points. I mean, these are basic life skills. They, this is, I don't like to be hot unless there's a pool in front of me so I can cool myself off. Listen, so you I, and I, I got it. two out of three just trying to go to bed at night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> True. Can we turn up That's the fan? That's true. Uh. <laughs> Bonus story for you. Rob Gronkowski mm-hmm. has announced he is retiring again <laughs> from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In a statement, Gronk said, I quit now. I just say, you're hush, Tom. I no play ball no more, Tom. <laughs> I make him sound like a character from Mice and Men. But he's <laughs> just been hitting the head a lot, you know? Yes. I play mad in the house, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> he's not quite that bad. Come on. Okay. I retire again. Thank you.
Thanks, Gronk. I think we knew this was going to happen, didn't we? And number one, the top instruments parents say they want their kids to learn how to play are piano, mm. drums, and violin. Kids say they'd like to play guitar, piano, and drums. Okay. What parent wants their kid to learn the drums? Let me just say, thank God for kids choosing drums number three. Parents <laughs> say number two. Why? Have you thought this through? Right. You really violin. want your, You really want your kid playing the drums? No. No, you don't. Do you touch my drum set? No. Seems like... Someone definitely touched my drum set. Seems like <laughs> somebody put their junk on my drum set. All right, bonus, bonus story for you. There's a town in Spain that says they're going to fine beachgoers $800 if they urinate in the ocean. What? It is unclear exactly how they expect to enforce this rule. But if you're caught, <laughs> but it's ur- happening. If you're caught urinating in the ocean. <laughs> Ew, Mom, why is the ocean turning blue? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> World-famous celebrity birthday file this finally Friday. Mindy Kaling, very funny lady. She's mm-hmm. 43 today. Mick Fleetwood from Fleetwood Mac. See if you could guess what band he's from, because I feel like you would not That's have known. That's rude. I feel like you would, rude. you would not have put it together. You're rude. <laughs> very rude. Uh, I'm going to guess Dokken. No. <laughs> Jeff Beck, 78 today. Al Molinaro from Happy Days. We lost him a couple of years ago. He's born this day of 1919. Today is National Work From Home Day, National Handshake Day, and National Bomb Pop Day. Well, here's where you get me back. I don't know what a bomb pop is. Yes, you do. It's no, the, I don't. the red, white, and blue popsicle. Is that what they're called? A bomb pop? Called a bomb pop. They're called a, a flag popsicle. <laughs> yeah, because that's so much better. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> that kind of talk could get me thrown out of the RNC. <laughs> I don't know why this strikes me funny, and I know it's early, but the... Uh, Comment of the day so far might be uh, Rochelle. We get in the car this morning. She takes a big swig of a Red Bull and she says, "Well, that doesn't taste good after brushing your teeth." <laughs> that might be the quote. Of the, might be the quote of the day. It can only get worse from there because that's pretty funny. I got to tell. I don't know that I've ever had a Red Bull. I'm more of a coffee guy. But, Joe, you I ever drink that Red once. Bull? Yeah, once. I don't like it. It tasted like cough medicine. Yeah. yeah, it's not great, if I'm being honest. Even without brushing your teeth, it doesn't taste fantastic. Because I said, is it the sugar? Is that what it is? And you said, there's no sugar in it. It's just kind of uh, it's just yeah, the caffeine. Well, I get the sugar free. so it's, Oh, well, it's maybe super... that's your problem. It tastes better if you bought the one with the sugar. No, it doesn't. It's still gross. But it usually wakes me up today. No go. The can is gone. Still sleep. Well, that, wasn't, huh? <laughs> that wasn't too good after brushing my teeth. Whoops. <laughs> wow, I tell you what, you must be tired if you had one of those things in it. I had the big nothing. one too, Joe. I had 16 oh ounces and I'm like, I'm out. I, I just want to I thought my sleep. heart was going to explode when I took it. <laughs> Listen, your cardiologist is worried about you enough. No more Red uh, Bull. Yeah, I know. No more Red Bull. <laughs> hey, Doc, how are you? How you doing? Good. Yeah, you doing? Why, is your, why is your heart beating 180 beats per second? <laughs> it did not give uh, me wings today. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> no wings. <laughs> It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Friday once on 1071 The Bus. Always kind of fun. What was your first job? We got thinking about this because you see studies out. There's all kinds of uh, jobs available for kids mm-hmm. looking for summer jobs. Yeah. Or maybe retirees looking to pick up a part-time job. There's like a lot of job openings right now. Yeah, come be a lifeguard at our pool. <laughs> So job opening. Pool in our community still not open <laughs> because they have a lifeguard shortage. They get the position open. Yes. They got nobody to take it. And that would be a perfect example of a summer job. Yeah. So what was your first job? I was 13. <laughs> it was illegal for me to work. This sounds like a country song. <laughs> yeah. I was 13. It was illegal for me to work. But my dad was a projectionist at the theaters back when 
they used to do that with right, the big when they had reels. Film, yes, yeah. and his best friend was the manager at the theater, mm-hmm. and so he hired me f- over Christmas break to work the box office. Okay. So I worked at the box office at a movie theater. It's and kind I, of remarkable they uh, trusted a 13-year-old with the cash, with the receipts. Yeah. You'd think that they'd have your dad as the adult doing that. I'm sorry, I just answered my own question. <laughs> Never mind. No, I loved it, though, and I ended up doing it in the summer, too. Um, and it was one of my favorite jobs ever because, as you know, I love movies, mm-hmm. and I love to watch them over and over and over. So I'd get to go and see the movies right when they came out. There was unlimited free popcorn could have it anytime I wanted. That's a perk right there. And I was one of the youngest ones working there, so it was really One funny. of the youngest ones? There are other 13, 14-year-olds? I guess, I, well... What I kind think, of an operation was this be, movie theater? I think it could be 15. So I was, I had to be the youngest yeah. one working there. So I thought I was, I felt really cool because I was working with all older kids. So I started, they call me an intern, but I was a gopher uh, between fourth and fifth grade working at a radio station. And they couldn't <laughs> pay me until I was 15 when they finally started paying me. <laughs> so that was probably some child labor issue. Don't you Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What was your first paying job, though? Was it? It was in radio. Yeah, at the I, same station, though. Yeah, I've never That's done anything crazy. else. I mean, I did. Uh, I worked part time at a TV station, but other than that, I, I actually, you know what? I had another internship at a uh, advertising agency. You know, like Mad Men. Yeah. It was just just trying to get every facet of what we do here. You know, the uh, the advertising side, the music side. So how well did you do in that? I hated it. I did it for just a <laughs> few weeks over the summer while I was already working, just to try something different, make sure I was on the right path. But other than that, I've only ever been a DJ. So. It's crazy. It's a strange thing. It's crazy. What was your first job? It's the season of summer jobs. What was your first job? 732-774-4444. Call us. Shoot us a text. Same number in the text connect. Or get us on Facebook. Those are coming up. We'd love to hear from you. So is the freak out. You gave me goosebumps, Elvis. That's why he'd be the king of rock and roll, you understand. A little less conversation. That's a big movie coming out this weekend, too. Tom Hanks and Austin Butler is a kid playing the king. Elvis Presley on the finally Friday freak out right here. Uh-huh. It looks good. <laughs> Elvis gave me a little goosebumps. Look at that. <laughs> Bobby and Rochelle in the morning. This is 1071 The Boss. You have the correct frequency. Also 99.7 FM. Anywhere on the Boss app, too. And it's a Friday morning. He said. She said. Always a good one. This big uh, summer job season. So I got us thinking. Mm-hmm. All these jobs open. All these uh, teenagers looking for jobs. Maybe you finally uh, retired. You got a nice little deal. You're bored. And you say, I got to go back to work, find something to do with myself a few days a week. Yeah. Or looking for a little side hustle. Sure. These are all the jobs we're talking about. What was your first job, your entry, first entry-level position? Andy said, I was 15 and worked for the lawn doctor. The lawn doctor is doing a little, uh, little landscaping. That's right. That's, that's, a, that's one thing I've never done ever. I'm, I'm pretty good in the house. I've never cut the lawn, ever. <laughs> I've never, I don't know how to turn on a lawnmower. I've never done it. I think I told this story before, but my grandfather, who I was very close with, attempted to, because uh, he was good with all this stuff. He did yeah. the yard. He didn't have a guy. Mm-hmm. You know, like my dad always had a guy growing up, so yeah. I never learned from him, but go over to my grandfather's house. He had a big yard, right? So he goes, well, here's how you, uh, you had to pull the... Right. Pulled a thing to get it started. Not to, Now they get the key with the button on the nice lawnmowers. Yeah. But I'm like, eh. <laughs> I just, I couldn't fire up the lawnmower. And so he's, come give it to me. And he got frustrated with me. And then I started, I couldn't, it, it goes faster. Like it's harder to control than you think. I thought it'd be yeah. like a vacuum cleaner, but it is not. And so he goes, this is, you better do well in school, kid. Because this, this kind of, <laughs> using your working with your hands is not for you, you this dummy. This is not going to happen. No. So that's the one, truly, I was probably about 13. That's the one and only time I ever cut the lawn. And now I've lived in a Apartment complexes and uh, townhouses ever since. So. Right, so you don't have so to. So I, I pay a little extra as not to make a fool of myself. <laughs>
<laughs> Bailey said, I ran the coasters at Six Flags. There you go. That'd be a fun job. Sure. All clear. All clear. <laughs> Isn't that a little, fun? A little I, thumbs up. I'll tell you, I always want to play clear. with those buttons. They get those buttons and start their coaster. <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of fun. Dan said, I had a paper route and made 800 a month working four hours a week. Come on. That's pretty good. That's some Russ Britton money right there. <laughs> <laughs> Your first job. Thinking about summer jobs today, so get us thinking, what was your first job? The first job you ever had? Eliza said, I was 10, and I babysat infant twins. Oh, boy. That's hard work. At 10? That's hard work. At 10? They used to start them a lot younger, right? Let kids stay home alone younger, babysit their siblings. I did babysit babysit when I was 10. I did, for my brother, but he was... But see, we talked about this the other day. That's not babysitting. That's being asked to do something like a chore by your mom and dad. You're still the responsible one in the house if there's no parents there. All right. But I just can't imagine... But let me ask you Like, even now, at my age, (laughs) twins, infant twins, I'm like, I need help. I can't. (laughs) And that's fair, but let let me ask you this. If you're... uh, you know, if you're home alone uh-huh. with one of the kids, are you babysitting? No, you're parenting, right? No, sure. If you're the parent, you are. So it's almost like uh, when mom and dad are out, if you're 10, 11 years old and you're watching a younger sibling, you're stepping up to be a parent, right? Is that babysitting? I guess, but at 10, that's kind of, that's a big responsibility. And I just, again, having two of them. <laughs> it's <laughs> double diapers. It can't be worse than Rick the Cat, i got to be honest. <laughs> that's fair. It that goes a lot. Kevin said, I pumped gas at a local gas station that's now gone. I was doing it when I was 14. Oh, well. And Aaron said, I worked at a toy store in Fairhaven back in the day. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be a super fun job. I'd be stealing stuff off the shelves. You, can't, you would not. <laughs> no, 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 I would not. <laughs> that would be fun, though. But I would want to. All right, line two. Hi, yes. I was talking about the first job you ever had. Right? Yeah. I worked at Seven Presidents Park in the concession stand. Mm. Okay. It was nuts. And this was in 1996. Mm-hmm. When, when it got busy, it was really busy. I bet. Yeah, I, I'd struggled keeping everything straight, no doubt about it. Right, right. Matter of fact, I have that problem still. Well, thank you for that. Good morning, 1071 The Boss. How you doing? Kenny, what was your first job? I, well, I had to work for my father. Yeah. He was a boss superintendent in uh, construction. And when he would say in the morning, okay, go get a shovel, I would have to <laughs> dig like a... A uh, 30, 40 foot trench. Whoa. Like, man. You know, like three feet down, man. All That's quiet on the worry. western front. How about that? Wow. Yeah, like first day of work. Okay, come on. Right. Yeah. Let's go. You start digging a trench. You're digging a trench. That's hard work it for is. a young kid. But yeah. it teaches him uh, responsibility, a little sure. discipline early. It's like, you know. Drill sergeant. It's a good workout. Military academy. <laughs> Joe, what you got going on this weekend? We're busy. We're traveling. Are you really? Um, We're not traveling, but we're going to, uh, (laughs) after that golf course story, I I hesitate to say, (laughs) we are going to to a a party at a friend of ours in Bedminster, so that'll be nice, right by the... uh, Right by the Trumpsters. Yep. Oh, you know what I meant to? <laughs> I got to say, say what you want. I know people have opinions because obviously he's a political figure, but the man has nice golf courses, does yeah. he not? The man, yeah. he, oh he really gosh. does. He does I go. played there about three weeks, two weeks, three weeks ago. What yeah. an unbelievable place that is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's incredible. Also, yeah. this is really not that interesting at all, but Joe posted a uh, cute little picture with his uh, with a dog last night on Facebook. <laughs> that's your dog, right? Is that your dog? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a little Sadie, yep. And, and I realize that you and I have the same shoes. I don't know if you have your phone uh, nearby, but I just texted you a picture right right now. I just took a picture of my, my shoes. You and I have the I'm same good. shoes. I believe, I believe you. I didn't need the picture. I'm good. <laughs> 
I'm sorry I'm not wearing socks today. I apologize. You uh, never wear socks. I just yeah, got excited. I'm like, hey, look, Joe and I got the same shoes. How about that? Isn't that great? That's awesome. Good job out of you, man. This is why they don't take me to Good bed, taste. mister. I'm not classy enough for that place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'll tell you where I'm going. I'm going to Newark Airport in a few hours. That's my big excitement. No. So. Oh, yeah, where are you headed? We're just going back to Michigan to see some of Rochelle's uh, family for a couple of days. So, And oh, also, right, I got to cool. do, uh, we got to go to a service, because okay. like I mentioned, I got to do a eulogy tomorrow, too. Oh, that's tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Not so, fun. It'll be an in and out, but yeah. uh, we'll be back on Monday, but we're going to do a little trip. You know what? It'd be, gra- it'd be great if you could record it. What, that would why? be. Why would we want to play that? <laughs> well, because I'd want to hear if you mess it all up. I'd love to hear it. The poor woman died, Joe. Would you please come <laughs> on? Still, I can stealth record it for you, Joe. Yeah, don't I'm worry. sure she will. I have no I doubt. I got be, my fancy Apple Watch. I'm gonna be on we'll TikTok it. looking like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> the fancy Apple Watch. Wearing, wearing my boat shoes that match Joe's. Uh, yep, that's right. With no socks. Awesome. No socks. What a great look for a for funeral. It'd be great. <laughs> well, if you.